Hello, uh, I'm Jacob. I'm Emma. And welcome to Seasons, a year of movies. Um, it is technically still winter. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, but meteorologically, that's not a word, <laughs> but we're going to roll with it. You know, according to the weather, it's snowing outside, mountains are white, you know, it is March though. Um, so we are wrapped, we're trying to get next couple episodes of our kind of brief little thing, mm-hmm. brief little season. We're watching movies that we love that the other person has not seen. Uh, this week was my pick. So we watched uh, We Are the Best. We Are the Best! <laughs> <laughs> Which is um, a Swedish movie mm-hmm. about uh, three girls forming a punk band in the 80s. Yeah. It's um, extremely good. <laughs> it's a very good movie. I'm so happy you picked this movie. <laughs> well, I knew you would like it. That was part of the that was part of the you're thing. You're so considerate. <laughs> you're welcome. You know. Yeah, both times I've been nervous about this about the movie I was showing and I didn't really have much reason to be. Uh yeah, this movie owns. Mm-hmm. Well, uh Emma, do you want to take us maybe through a little bit of a recap? Yes. Here, and I will, you know, try to cuz I've seen this movie twice, so I'm a little maybe a little more <laughs> hip with the the info. Yeah. So, We Are the Best um, takes place in Sweden um, in 1982, I believe. Um, And the main character is Boo Boo. Um, She's a 13-year-old girl and, like, my true style icon Um, in every way. Um, But she's just kind of like... You know, she's kind of sad and weird and, like, left out. Um, and she only has one friend named Clara. Um, and they're both super into punk. Um, and so people, other the other kids at school, make fun of them for the music they listen to and their hair and the way they're dressed. Yeah. They both have really short hair and Clara has, like, this mohawk. huge mohawk, right? <laughs> Um, it's incredible. <laughs> no. Um, but so they, they like to hang out at this, like, youth center thing after school. Um, and there's a, a punk band of a few teenage boys. It's not, it's not punk. Me- they're, yeah, that's they're, right. They're, they're like, they're like, they're like metal-ish. <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to figure that's out. It's like, me. it's kind of journey, <laughs> like, kind of like, right, their name is Iron Fist. Yeah. Right, and it's not translated from Swedish. It's Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, and they're yeah, I don't know. Like it's just like it's very loud. Kind of like bad eighties rock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so they like monopol. There's like a recording studio at this youth center, and they monopolize the time. Um, it's more. It's a practice room. More yes. than a recording center. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's totally fine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, baby. Um, there's no, you're, you know, it wouldn't change much. There's just not microphone, like recording equipment and stuff yeah. there. It's just instruments. Anyway, um, so they're just really loud, and the girls think they're annoying. Um, so one time they, um, they're able to get the practice room and kind of steal away the time, because um, they're not on the list. <laughs> right? Yeah, they sort <laughs> of they sort of legal loophole their way that like yeah. they're practicing in the room, but they didn't write up. Yeah. To lose the list, so they put their own names, yep. right? And then they have to. Yeah, it's get... just a funny scene. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, where they argue about this list. Um, but so then, and basically they just like bang around and mess on, mess with the instruments and like don't really do anything, but then it inspires them to actually form a band. Yeah. 
Um, when they're in, they're in gym class. Yes. And you know, they like have to run laps or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're like, like, you know, and I don't know. It's just everything about this movie is just such a big mood. Yeah. You know, they're like playing dodgeball mm-hmm. and, uh, boo boo's in the back just like barely engaging. Oh yeah. It's basketball. Is it? Oh, it's basketball. She, she right. She passes to the wrong team. She passes team. the wrong team. Yeah. And then, uh, everybody yeah. gets mad at her. Um, anyway, yeah, so they're just, like, walking around the court, um, talking about, like, how much they hate sport and how, like, you know, how much a part of the system it is <laughs> and everything. And so that inspires their, their, uh, first song, um, Hate the Sport. Yeah, Hate the Sport. <laughs> it's very good. Wow, what a good movie. Um, so they start, like, writing lyrics, um, practicing, but they're, like, they don't know how to play and they're just real bad. Um, so they go, there's like a school talent show. Um, and this girl gets up there and she like plays classical guitar. Um, but everybody's like booing her. And like, this is, she does this every year. Everybody always boos her and like makes fun of her. Um, cause also she's Christian in Sweden and it's like weird, um, and stuff, but she's very talented and like has been playing for a really long time. Um, so Boo Boo and Clara, uh, get her to join their band and, like, try to, uh, teach them a little bit how to play and things, and lots of things happen. I don't know. There's all these things with parents in the background. Um. Yeah. Boo Boo's mom is a mess. Yeah, well, she's, like, I mean, she's, uh, divorced, you know, uh, in her 40s, mm-hmm. I want to say. Um, but she, like, hangs out with a lot of people a lot younger than her. Mm-hmm. And, like, kind of has this, like, very active uh, sexual life and mm-hmm. stuff. And it's not, like, I, I, to be clear, I don't think the movie's, like, that's bad. Yeah. But she also, like, can't really take just, care of herself. Yeah, she, and like you know, doesn't have her crap together. Um, yeah. And, like, doesn't really take care of her daughter. Yeah. Um, and stuff. You know, it's kind of. Right. There's, I mean, there's a scene where, like, the, you, you know, Boo Boo, like, goes up to her. And is like, hey, like, can I, like, make you tea? And, like, yeah. you know, she's, like, lying in bed sad because of a breakup, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, you know, the dynamic, yeah, right? Yeah, like, is... have you eaten? You yeah. need to eat. Let right. me get you medicine. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So she's kind of a mess. Clara's parents are funny. <laughs> they're yeah, just, they're just, like. They yell a lot, um, and they like to embarrass her. And right. They, they, I, think, I think this is in this part of the movie where, like, like Clara and uh, Boo Boo have got like, like Boo Boo's got like a bunch of pot and pans set up like on a bed, mm-hmm. and Clara's got like a tennis racket, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like trying to like duplicate like, no. and her Clara's dad comes in with a clarinet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and is and that's sort of like like they seem I like jam with you, yeah, like they seem to have it the most together, but mm-hmm. they're just sort of like out of the, you know, it's just yeah. like they're just old and embarrassing for Clara, right? Yeah. Um, and then we only see Hedwig's mom, um, but she's, you know, pretty straight-laced. Well, uh, yeah, I, it doesn't really talk about Hedwig's family situation, right? Like, you don't really know if, like, yeah, like, it doesn't, they never bring up a dad, so, like, Mm -hmm. maybe there's not a dad, Maybe there's not a dad. Right. But, um, so anyway, they're practicing and, like, being friends, and it's real cute, um, and stuff starts to happen. When they start hanging out with some boys. Yeah. Well, so and they... by stuff, <laughs> I mean, um, 
Not much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so basically, they, they find another punk band that's mm-hmm. like pretty. I think they're. I feel like they're in Stockholm. I might be. Anyway, they're in a bigger yeah. Swedish city. Yeah, they have to like take the train. Right, and they like take the train to like the suburbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's its own town, as one of the characters <laughs> like. It's like, no, it's its own town. But, you know, to like sort of the. That's on the outskirts of the city, right? Yeah. Um, and. Um, and meet up with this these two boys mm-hmm. who are have a duo punk group together. Yeah. Um, and Clara and uh, Rue have, like, a crush on the same boy. Mm-hmm. But, like, Clara sort of, like, cozies up to him first. And, like, yeah. Rue is just, you know, nervous and shy. And so she can't, like, do mm-hmm. it. Right? Yeah. But, like, neither of the boys are into her. Except then, like, he is. I don't know. Well, yeah. So. Basically. Yeah, Boo Boo is like upset that like Clara took this boy from her. Yeah. Um, well, because they also like they saw like the picture in the newspaper. Yeah. In like the school newspaper. And Clara like assigned who would get who. <laughs> right. Um and stuff and so Clara was supposed to end up with the boy that she had a crush on, but no. then Clara changed her mind, changed the rules on it. Yeah, well, there's also you're supposed to be three and there's only two, right? Yeah. So it whole thing. Anyway, so um Clara's upset about that, so she goes to visit. Uh, this boy by you mean, herself. Uh, Boo Boo. Yes, sorry. Yeah. Boo Boo is upset at Clara, so she goes and visits this boy um, on her own, and they listen to music and they kiss. Uh, yeah. And then like that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but then oh later, um, you know, as they're trying to go to a party with these boys, um, you know, Boo Boo like tells Clara. Um, you know that this happened and like she's so mad so upset and it's like the worst thing that's ever happened <laughs> like in either of their lives um, and stuff but like it all it all gets resolved eventually um, thanks to the work of our dear dear Hedwig yeah. um, I don't think I mentioned yet the name of the, the third girl is Hedwig yeah um, and then eventually uh, they're they're friends again and they keep practicing and they go to like a like a battle of the bands kind of thing um a couple towns over and they are very bad um and everybody's like throwing stuff at them <laughs> like booing but they are just too punk <laughs> um, <laughs> and so yeah, I don't remember where they are cuz they're in a town outside mm-hmm. right and they start like cuz the the chorus of the song is like and so they start doing that with the name of the town <laughs> yeah. that they're in. We hate you guys. And like the the two guys who like run the music stuff at the youth center are like blocking off. <laughs> yeah, trying to because like, like you know these like twenty kids are starting to riot <laughs> in like a school gym yeah. um, and stuff. And so then you know they ride the bus back home and they're like we're the best. <laughs> End yeah. of movie. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect film. It's great. It's real. It's real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I have any like opening salvo of thoughts before we get to our like and yikes. Yep. Or yikes and likes. But yeah, I think this is just a good movie. It's a movie that like respects the feelings of adolescent girls while mm-hmm. also like not. I don't know. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, it got to a line that I think, like, I think that, like, Clueless and 
uh, eighth grade and like a few other movies like this sort of cut this line also mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, like you understand why these things are important to these girls yeah. and why they feel like big world ending things and mm-hmm. you like sympathize with them, but you also are like, oh, like that is not real. <laughs> yeah. Right. And it's not, that's not it's condescending. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not like, oh, like, you know, you just need to get over it. Right. Or it's that easy. Yeah. Um, which is something, yeah, that I think is just really nice. And yeah. Yeah, the way I I kind of thought this movie was, uh, it's like a combination of eighth grade, which you already mentioned, and like the way just like deals with girls at this age, mm-hmm. um, basically perfectly, <laughs> um, and then uh, it's a cross between that and Sing Street, which is a delightful little movie about you know youths in a band. Yeah. Well, that's also, that's also 80s, right? Yes, it is 80s. Um, It's not punk, though. No, it's like I, they're, they're, they're in Ireland and um, they're, they're trying to make music like Duran Duran. Yeah. So like, oh yeah. Or like Joy Division kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. Well, that's like. uh, (laughs) I'm just thinking of the line where it's because Clara's brother, older brother used to be into punk. And there's, like, a line where she's like, now he only listens to Joy Division. (laughs) (laughs) He gave it up. Well, uh, like, uh, Boo Boo has, like, a big old crush on him. Mm -hmm. And it's very cute. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah, let's just get into our yikes and likes. Yeah, let's do that, and then we can get in the movie proper. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so uh, you you go first, and I'll I'll talk through mine. Yeah. So my like, my likes keep being visual things that I cannot properly explain um, through the medium of sound. Yeah, well, that's um, this is the this is the job we've signed ourselves up for by doing this podcast. So. Yeah, um, so that just means you all have to watch it for this two seconds um, that are absolutely perfect. So Hedwig's trying to arbitrate between uh, Boo Boo and Clara. Um, after this big old fight and stuff and like Clara's kinda like being a brat, you know, she's like, I'm not I'm never gonna forgive her, you know, I'm not gonna you know, Cla- uh, Hedwig's like, say sorry, you know, and I love right. you and stuff and she's like, No Um and then Hedwig just gives her this death glare that is so intense <laughs> and like it's so cute, um yeah. with like her little haircut and everything. Right. Like She's just so cute. I want to, like, just, I mean, we can get into this later, but, like, all three of these girls, like, the actors are very good. Yeah, I just actually wanted um, to, I pulled up the, I, I should have done this beforehand on the list, because we, we don't really talk about, we just sort of talk about the movies and not the people who make them, mm-hmm. which I think is something I would like to change and that I keep forgetting about until, like, we're in the middle of recording. Um, but, so, it's uh, Mira Barkhammer plays Bobo, uh, Mira Grossen plays Clara, and uh, Liv... Lemoyne? That's I'm pronouncing that very American. <laughs> I'm sure that's not how it's actually pronounced. Uh, Place Hedwig, mm-hmm. and they're just all yeah incredibly great. Yeah. Um. And like I don't know. And yeah, I mean I feel like that. I don't know. It's hard. And like I don't. You know. So this is a. Uh, yeah. Never mind. Anyway, we didn't need to get into it. But they're all super good, they're and they just have wonderful good. chemistry. Mm-hmm. So shout outs to them. I hope they have like great. You know, they keep themselves safe mm-hmm. and happy and well. Mm-hmm. making movies um, i mean this movie came out uh 2013 so they're they're probably all adults now <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway but uh shout outs to live and her face yes in this one scene because yeah. it is perfection it's great um so my yike for this movie um 
maybe a little interesting and again like perfect film <laughs> I have to say um but so obviously you know, it's in Swedish we watched it with English subtitles and this is something I always wonder when I watch subtitles um but so there's like quite a bit of swearing in this movie and like you know it's very punk right um yeah. but like sometimes I wonder if like there was um like the actual severity of the words like got lost in translation yeah um because multiple times throughout this movie there are like tons of people just screaming like the c word yeah at, at these girls at these like at 12 these, year old girls yeah <laughs> like you know the f words and c words like everything all the time and right. stuff and so like i don't once i watched like a a German kids film and like the subtitles would translate, you know, basically darn into the F word. And I was like, I'm <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. It was verdammt, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I was like, that's... I'm sure this children's movie is not, you know, like cultures are different, but right. I bet that's not what they're saying. Yeah. And so yeah. I wonder if like, that's not what they're saying. But then if I were to like suggest this movie to people and they're like, Oh, I don't, <laughs> you know, they're just seeing the C word. Yeah, like is, a dozen times. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah, that's something that's weird about translate. Like, I don't know if yeah. this is a good translation or not. Yeah, like maybe um, it is. Yeah, I have no idea. Right. Uh, it feel it feels weird, but like yeah, again, like it's hard to know yeah. because yeah, neither of us are speakers of Swedish. I guess yeah. you know we could yeah, yeah we ask a, our friend. We have a mutual friend, a couple <laughs> mutual friends who who aren't Swedish, so yeah, doing Swedish stuff. Um, um, but anyway, so that's my yike. Is like I'm afraid I want to like suggest that everybody watch this movie yeah but with the warning right well it's also like a lot of swear words in the text yeah i also feel like it's actually this is kind of unique uh for these kinds of movies because i feel like um like i don't think i could handle eighth grade mm -hmm. if i was in eighth grade yeah. watching it like i think that would just be too intense oh, yeah. for me you know um, and I feel like there's like, like actually where the wild things are in the Spectre Z movie is kind of like that for me too. Like, I don't know if that's a movie I'd be curious. Like, yeah, like I would love to talk with some kids about that movie mm -hmm. and like what they think about it. Um, but like, that's a movie that like is sort of almost like for adults about being a child. Yeah. Right. And I feel like we are the best actually like is not like that. Right. It's like, it's, it, it, you know, it's both like, oh, like you can watch this as an adult, like looking back on being a kid. Mm -hmm you know, and, like, under, you know, see yourself, right? But you could also, like, be in a similar place. Yeah. And, like... And it's not as harrowing as eighth grade. No, it's or not. uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, it has sort of a... Yeah, there are moments where it's very uncomfortable, right? But it's a, it's very different. It's also, like, very... I mean, eighth grade ultimately is too, right? But it's mm -hmm. very empowering and sort of a... Yeah, distinct way that I think we'll get into. All right, I should talk about... Well, <laughs> so my yike is that I, I don't have a yike. Mm -hmm. um, I really... We spent, like... A long time writing up the document for this podcast and I was trying to think of something that I just like something little that I don't like about this movie there's and nothing I, there's nothing I can't think of anything it's a good movie mm -hmm. um so my like okay so there's a part where <laughs> they're um meeting they're meeting up with this boy so we're in the other band right and they're talking about music you know mm -hmm. and one of them's like yeah like do you know like the noise they're the worst and then the i think he's the guitarist um and singer maybe oh no 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 he's a drummer mm -hmm. the drummer's like um 
<laughs> sorry he's like yeah they can't even spell because it's like noise spelled with like a c it's or something S. yeah <laughs> and so um you know and that's just like such a 12 year old thing to say <laughs> it's like the most 12 year old thing to say to be like man they can't even spell like what are they doing yeah, you know i can spell yeah <laughs> <laughs> well no because i think it's even um i think it, this is the band where they had three members and then one left, or like they kicked out. Oh right, because and, so, and he yeah. now he's in this band noise. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that might be right. That's I, like what a loser. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, I can't even spell. Um, and that's just yeah. So uh, I instantly thought so of the story when I was a kid. Uh, so I lived really close to the mountains, and so I would go like climbing up, you know, mountain passes and stuff. I mean the hills really on the edge of the mountain, like, with friends. Um, and sometimes you'd find, uh, which I don't really see anymore, but it's probably because I'm not traversing around as much. But you see, like, remnants of, like, people who had, like, bonfires or parties, and so, like, uh, beer cans and, and stuff like that. And, like, I, you know, I grew up in a, like, pretty, like, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, my parents aren't conservative, but, like, a conservative Christian, like, environment in many ways. Um, anyway, and so, you know, me and my friend... Uh, came across like the aftermath of a party, you know, and there was this cracked CD, um, you know, it's just like a CD you burnt on, <laughs> and it had Outcast written on it, like you know the yeah. hip hop group Outcast with a K, right? And like my friend looks at this, it's like they're so deranged, they can't even spell correctly, <laughs> right? Like, like they can't spell Outcast, yeah, you know, probably because they were drinking beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Those drunken hooligans. You know? yeah. And like obviously that's coming at it from a different angle than like these kids. Um, but I just like was like, oh, that's like so real. Yeah. Um, it's like such a nice bit of writing. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. So what perfect what aspects of perfection do we want to talk about first? Um, um so I think I kinda wanna dig into the cinematography. Okay. Um first kind of to give make sure what this movie looks like. Mm-hmm. Um it's very, like, intimate and, like, very small, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, like, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm losing it. Okay, there's a part where, so when they when they meet up with the boys. The boys. The boys. <laughs> the boys. The boys. Uh, they, they go to the top of, like, this, you know, apartment complex, right? And that's, like, the first wide shot in the movie. <laughs> Pretty much that I could like think of like the the whole movie shot like really close. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not like super close up. It's not yeah. like Les Miserables <laughs> level of close up, right? Yeah. But it's like very sort of at the the distance, and it's like really you know it's really focused on the the faces of these girls, right? Yeah. And like I mean, the whole movie is just about their like relationships and conversations and everything. So mm -hmm. so that's what the camera focuses on, right? Um, and then it gets like. You know, they go to the top of this place, and there's this wide shot, right? Mm -hmm. And it's really good because, like, Clara's, like, hugging this boy on the right side of the frame, and then Bob was, like, real small yeah. on the other side. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, oh, using mise-en-scene <laughs> to communicate character. It's yeah. great. And the movie's really good at that. Like, the opening yeah. shot is, like, Bobo, like, at this party of her mom's. Mm -hmm. um, it's her mom's I think mom's it's her mom's birthday, birthday party. party, yeah. I misremembered because uh, I thought it was Bobo's birthday party and her mom had invited all of her adult friends. <laughs> which is, yeah, which, like, sounds like something she would do but is not what happens. Yeah. Um, anyway, and she's, like, just, like, sort of 
hidden behind like all these like pant legs and stuff, yeah. right? Just like trapped, you know. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, that's the thing is it's like it's not like super. I mean, it has a few stylistic quirks that maybe we can get into a little bit, but it's um, it's like very sort of like almost I don't, I don't want to say like craftsman like because it doesn't feel like this like sweeping. Yeah, I don't know like, what that is. I mean, just like I don't know. Uh, it's like like very simple and sort of like. Like, oh, this is just, like, good filmmaking, right? Like, some some might say, like, I don't know, uh, like, Spielberg's sort of, like, an auteur, but he's also, like, a craftsman filmmaker, mm-hmm. right? These people would say that about him, that he's, like, oh, we can, you know, go to, like, this this trash popcorn movie and, like, turn it into this, like, you know, masterpiece of cinema because mm-hmm. he's just, like, got an eye for this stuff, right? And he's, like, it's not, like, workmanlike necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I got you now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not quite like that because I think it has like this distinct stylistic quality, but it's also like very sort of, it's trying to be, the cinema, the like film is trying to be intrusive as possible, right? Mm-hmm. It's not trying to like get in the way of like you sort of experiencing. And so it's not like stylistic, mm-hmm. right? But it's just very like. Yeah. Yeah. It's very communicative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think along with that, like, I mean, there are, so one of the things actually like this, this movie does a lot is there's sort of these like lot. So there's a lot of sequences of the movie where it's like, Oh, like it's just the girls hanging out or them practicing and it's, you know, over a period of hours or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. But you just get like a few moments of it. Um, and, and it just does these like quick cuts, right? Just like, it'll just like, you know, cut, they'll be like talking and then it'll like just cut to the next part of the conversation and, and like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel like it's not like this abrupt, like, oh, like, you know, I don't know, like action movie cutting. It's yeah. just like, it's this way of communicating, like the way like the space is yeah. sort of slowing out and moving well, Yeah, out. it's like, you know, when you're hanging out with your friends, you don't remember every single thing that's said. Yeah. It's just, you know, a few conversations, you know, spread out over mm-hmm. the course of a few hours. Yeah. So, um, and also, like, yeah, I really, something else I really like, and it's, I think, part of the, the serves this, is that, you know, it lets them, like, like, there's a long sequence when they first get the practice room, mm-hmm. and they have, like, no <laughs> idea how to play drums or bass, yeah. and they're just banging on things, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and, like, it spends a lot of time with them yeah. in, that, in that scene, and, like, sort of, it embraces them, like, performing and practicing, and, like, lets them sort of exist and be valid. And I think it's also interesting, like, I mean, a lot of movies about music mm-hmm. are about, like, musical, except, you know, exceptionalism, right? Are about yeah. people who are, like, really, really good mm-hmm. at things, you know? And so, like, yeah, like, music sequences are obviously, like, hi- highly stylistic or indulgent, and this is, like, the complete opposite of that, yeah. right? <laughs> Where it's just, like, you get these, like, long takes of them just, like, banging around. Yeah, just right? like hitting the same symbol like over and over and then kind of getting bored and like walking away <laughs> and then like coming back. Yeah, and then it's like kind of, oh, what the, you know, the person that was on the drums is now on the bass and like, yeah. you know, whatever, right? And it gets like, and part of it is the movie, you know, as they get better, mm-hmm. it gets a little more titled and formalistic, right? Yeah. Um, both the way it's shot and like how, um, but I love that it gives them this space and like mm-hmm. respects them. Yeah enough to, like, present that as, like, beautiful and valid, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this movie in two, you know, two words. Beautiful, valid. Valid, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, I just think a lot about, I mean, there's something that, it's a little bit of a tangent, but I think it ties in. It's something that rubs me the wrong way is when people talk a lot about art as, like, a skill thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, like, you know, I mean, like, even the, the statement that everyone, like, you know, spends 
time in college art courses rebutting it's like oh my my you know grandson could paint that or whatever yeah. right that it's so like it's so it values like this certain kind of like artistic expression that's like very limited to it extremely yeah limited group of people yeah. right that it's like oh like unless you train like thousands of hours and like yeah. paint this like remarkably detailed you know then like don't show me your art like I couldn't <laughs> care less mm-hmm. right and I just think that's the worst yeah um and like I, I mean I don't think the movie's like actively engaging with that conversation yeah it's not about that but like in like yeah you necessary the audience necessarily has to think about that because like you said like so many movies like trade in this sort of like you know genius and like highly talented people and stuff and like right. the sacrifice and like you know yeah and how mm-hmm. like intense and difficult it is and it's like you can just like make music with your friends and like you don't have to be good yeah and like you will like there will be drama but it's gonna be middle school drama because you're in middle school. <laughs> right. Not because, Well, and that's like... something I think that's so great about the ending, is that there's a version of this movie mm-hmm. where they go to, the, like, Santa Rock, which is yeah. a little, like, Christmas, you know, yeah. battle of bands thing that they're going to, and just blow everybody away, and, like, they, you know, like, oh, those girls, like, sure showed those guys, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like that at all. Like, they, I mean, I think, I, like, I'm trying to remember if they play, like, actually poorly, or if people are just mad at them because they're girls, mm-hmm. and it's, like, a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, I think it's both. I mean... Yeah, they're not great, but they're not bad either, I would say. Yeah, they've, like, put together the song, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they do play worse than, like, when they were practicing. Yeah. Because, uh-huh. um, you know, this is, like, their first performance ever. <laughs> right. And people are maybe shouting the C word at them. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. Um, yeah, but... Um, but the thing is that, like, the end when they're, like, shouting the name of the town that they hate it, right? Yeah. Like, they they sort of get this personal victory, yeah. right? And that it's, like, the most, like, that's, I mean, A, it's, like, very punk, right? Yeah. Um, But also it's just, like, it's a victory on their own terms and on anybody else's. And that's, like, so much more empowering and yeah. beautiful than, like, if they had won some competition or something or, yeah. like, got a, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm getting mad about whiplash. Maybe <laughs> this is the this is the podcast where we talk about my whiplash feelings. Maybe. Um, oh, yeah, that's like the antithesis of this movie in like every possible way. <sighs> Whoa. I really yeah, I mean, it. I will let you go off, but yeah. I also am we've, concerned for your Yeah, we we've, we've thought about like doing an, a whiplash episode. Um just because I have lots of thoughts about that movie. Yeah, I'm worried it's just gonna actively, like, trigger you. It kind of, yeah, time. that movie was like a, yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause yeah, also like, so yeah, I guess I have to reveal like my, I really liked La La Land. Uh, I saw it like when it first came out mm-hmm. and like liked it a lot. Uh, I like cool on its sense, but like at the same, I think that movie is like fine and people give it like, I don't know. It's, anyway. It's fine. We don't need to get into La La Land discourse. <laughs> but, like, that's... So, like, people are like, oh, like, Whiplash is this movie about, like, drumming from, like, the same guy who did La La Land. <laughs> and, like... Anyway. So, I was... Yeah, I was expecting to have a nice feel-good time and not a, like, harrowing, mm-hmm. uh, racist and homophobic time. Yeah. Also ableist. Man, that movie... Yeah, it's real bad. I hate that movie. Yeah. I'm it's a terrible movie. It. Yeah. 
Also, like, J.K. Simmons is good in that movie, but he plays a character who is a big nothing. He's mm-hmm. not a person. People, like, talk about how good his performance is and how subtle it is, and it's, like, he's just... It's, like, he gives a lot of life to a role that's basically just a big question mark. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's... I mean, to be fair, it's kind of like Ryan Gosling and Emma Watson. <laughs> I mean, not Emma Watson, sorry. Although it was at one point Emma Watson, oh, I believe. Yeah. well... I'm glad it wasn't, because I don't want to have to... Hear her sing, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Emma Stone. Yeah, let it be. Let it be known, <laughs> Emma Stone and uh, you know Ryan Gosling can sing better than Emma Watson. Yeah, and that's that's the movie that made over a billion dollars or whatever. <laughs> anyway, we're just <laughs> we are way off the rails. I am. Anyway. Well, I was. I mean, before we recorded, started recording, I was worried that we wouldn't have much to talk about with this movie because we just like love it so much. Yeah, and. And so, so, so we're getting our conversation in. We're getting our conversation, yeah. Well, no, but I also think, I feel like that's, like, that's, that's one of the things, um, I mean, maybe about La La Land, right, is that I think people are like, oh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone can't sing. But that's the point of that movie. But that's the point of that movie, right, or it's about, like, people sort of finding and expressing their art, right, and it's not important. Mm-hmm. I think that's true, mm-hmm. but it is true also that, like, La La Land is shot in yeah. this big, dramatic yeah. way. And that gives, like, both of those characters, like, huge musical moments. Yeah. That, like, I mean, it's not it's not as good a movie as, in, like, Singing in the Rain, but it's, like, playing with that same cinematic language, right? Yeah. That's, like, it's big and bold. Like, I mean, it's, like, musicals used to be, like, the equivalent of, like, Marvel action movies. Yeah. Where, like, part of the appeal was this immense budget and spectacle. Yep. Right? And, like, La La Land doesn't do that. It's obviously, like, a smaller budget as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's tapping into that same thing and so maybe i think the maybe what people are tripping up on there is like oh they can't sing and like the movie is like it treats it yeah. yeah treats it like they can right which yeah which i um, think you know is, is perfectly fine right and again part of expressing you know a certain emotional right. landscape but i do think that like that that what um you know the best does is it's yeah it's like i i mean i think just in general it's completely uninterested in that kind yeah. of like aesthetic way of viewing music yeah. right and like, and it's just very, and I think in some ways it's, yeah, it's so real and honest about being creative yeah. in a way that like, I don't know if like any other movie really is, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Because even like, yeah, the scale, I mean, yeah, and this is something, I mean, this is something online shares with Whiplash, right? Is like, it's a movie about like being the best, like being incredible, you yeah. know? And like, I mean, I mean, I think the... Ryan Gosling's aspiration to save jazz is perhaps, like, a, a little exaggerated, but it is still, like, I want to be one of the greats, yeah. right? And, like, Whiplash is like that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, and this movie, yeah, it's, like, completely uninterested yeah, in that Yeah, it's like, they don't, right? they don't need to become the best because they already are the best. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I think that that's, I mean, that's part of what makes that movie, like, so... What makes it so beautiful and, like, mm-hmm. so... And just that... Also, yeah, the, after the credits was sort of this montage sequence of them hanging out and jumping around and, and yeah. doing stuff, right? Mm-hmm. They go to a... I don't know. It's, like, some fast food restaurant. Oh, yeah. It might be, like, a Swedish thing where it's, like, a fictional, you know... And they, like... They're, like, we're fighting capitalism. And they, like, camp out in, like, a cardboard box. <laughs> and, like, the manager drags them off and stuff. Yeah. And just that, like, they're... Yeah, there's, like, this resistance to this like structure right and the yeah. way like structure sort of imposes meaning upon creativity mm-hmm. and imposes meaning upon like how you should perceive the world right yeah um and i think it's yeah like the thing is it, it's just so fun and joyful and like 
exhilarating in a way that like, yeah, like I don't, I mean, yeah, I'm sure there are other movies about art that do this, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't seen a lot of them. Yeah. I think this is just like, yeah, mm-hmm. this is very good. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we, we came back around. We came back around. <laughs> we made it. We made it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I just, yeah, there's, I, it's hard to know what to talk about with this movie because there's just so many, I love, so yeah, when it's part of the montage when they're camping out in front of like this restaurant, um, earlier in the movie, they were like trying to get fries at the counter. <laughs> and like you know and the stuff and they like don't really have money because they're kids um yeah and stuff not that like any of them are poor um no no um and stuff they're they're just kids and they don't have money so they're just like asking the girl behind the counter they're like oh like please just give it to us like we have no money like just we're starving yeah. yeah like all we want is fries like instead and eventually they're like you're not a conservative are you and like this girl like like rolls her eyes and she's like it just like gives them a thing of fries like yeah. this movie is just full of like scenes where it's like girls like to yeah like you know, preteen or teenage girls are like weird and kind of crazy. <laughs> and like, but like, you know, people, you know, most, you know, society says like that's a bad thing. And it's like, that's just a normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. girls are weird and crazy. <laughs> I kind of love that scene where they're, where they're like, oh, we need to buy an electric guitar. Yeah. And so they like go to the subway and like beg for money. And like, you know, <laughs> is Boo-Boo's like, Oh, like we want to—we're in a band and we want to buy electric guitar. And then Clara's like, "My mom is dying of cancer." <laughs> yeah. You know, and they just go buy a bunch of dessert with like the eight bucks they make. Yeah. Of, uh... <laughs> yeah, which is like also like yeah, just this movie just made me think about like being that age and stuff. And it's like yeah, if, like me and my friends like got you know like ten dollars, we would like buy a few bags of chips, right. and then like go. Like, you know, just open them all up at the same time and, like, just eat, you yeah. know, on the playground or whatever. Right. Um, and stuff. And it's like, yeah, you, um, because I think Hedwig is like, oh, like, we should save this money, you know? And stuff. Yeah. And it's like, what are we going to do with $10? Like, right. You know? Yeah. Hedwig ever the responsible one. Oh, gosh, I love Hedwig so much. Yeah. Well, let's maybe talk about some of the dynamic of yeah. the different characters mm-hmm. um so yeah there's a part that we skipped over in a summary it's not important to the plot uh really i mean as much as there is a plot yeah. in this movie um but one of the things that happens is uh, clara and uh boo boo are hanging out with hedwig and hedwig at the beginning of the movie has like super long blonde hair mm-hmm. um like you know down to like her waist basically and, like, they're, like, hey, like, would you, you know, we should, like, give you a punk haircut. And, like, you know, mm-hmm. I think Clara cuts her own hair. Yeah. And so, like, they're, like, I can do it. Like, I can give you, like, a cool, like, short haircut. Yeah. And they do, and it, like, looks good. But, like, it's, like, kind of ambiguous whether she liked it or whether she was yeah. really okay with it. Yeah, because she's, like, oh, like, no, I'll get in trouble. And, right, yeah. You know, and she's, like obviously like very nervous and like looks at it and she's kind of like oh okay yeah (laughs) which is like oh you think it'll take some getting used to like she's not like hostile but it's like kind of like oh what's going on yeah um anyway and then like their mom hedwig's mom gives actually i think clara's dad a call (laughs) dad's like you're in trouble yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna get arrested (laughs) (laughs) it was abuse well yeah because that's the that's the thing so then um 
Boogle and Clara go over to Hedwig's, Hedwig's house um, and just, like, talk with her mom. And her mom is like, oh, like, you know, you shouldn't have, like... And, like, I think it is... Um, I don't know, it's good, like, writing or filmmaking or whatever. Yeah. Um, because, like, you know... Um, well, basically, so it starts out and she's like, okay, like, I'm not gonna... I'm not going to, like, call the cops or anything. I'm not going to, like, get you guys in trouble. But you have to go to church with me. And the girls are like, what? No, like, you can't do that. You can't. Well, well yeah, it's not. I think maybe maybe Clara says something like that. But I think Bobo's just like, that's not okay. Like, yeah. you can't make us do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and stuff. And then uh, Hedwig's mom is like, oh, well, like, you know do you see, like, you know, he's like, does this remind you of anything? And the girls are like, uh, no. <laughs> and stuff, it's just like, yeah, and stuff, and so the part that I was referring to that was, like, good writing is because then she says um, these things that the girls said to Hedwig that we didn't actually see. This part's not filmed, but they're like, you can't be in our band, you know, if you don't cut your hair. Like, you can't be our friend. Well, we don't know if, I don't feel like, we don't know if she actually they actually said that. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, f- I yeah. felt the way that it was. Oh, okay. I felt the way what the movie was saying is, like, that they had said that, but, like, it just didn't show it, right? You know, because it's doing the cutting, you know, Right, the yeah, thing. no. We don't... I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, we didn't get into this before. But, yeah, like, I don't think it. the movie makes clear whether that's the case or not. Okay. Yeah. I read it as, right. like, that's what they were saying you know that's like what was that's yeah like i don't think her mom was making that up like right well i don't i also because okay because in the later scene basically hedwig like goes to sit by herself at lunch and clara's like and she's wearing a beanie you know yeah well but that doesn't mean (laughs) no 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 no, hold on hold on yeah let let me explain my my okay yeah um and then clara goes up and is like what are you doing like how are you not sitting by us and she's like oh i was actually just really embarrassed like that you're that my mom like called mm-hmm. you and like made a big fuss about things and like I really wanted to do that but she did it anyway, mm-hmm. right? And so like I don't, you know, yeah, like I don't know if her mom's like making it up, but like I can also see like a parent like reacting to that situation and being like, oh, like this is bad and like they, you know, they must have like pressured her into it into mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I guess right. yeah. The way that I saw it is like. Yeah, and this is the part that we did talk about because I the way I saw it is that like Hedwig felt uncomfortable yeah. about it yeah. or like was nervous, you know. But so she like talked to her mom about it and told her what happened. Yeah. But then but her also, mom's reaction was like way more uh, embarrassing and upsetting. Yes. <laughs> than yeah. what actually happened. Right. Yeah. When well, Hedwig, I think by the end of the movie is like, oh yeah, I'm punk now or whatever, yeah. <laughs> you know. Right. So like, yeah. it sort of works out. But that's maybe part of it is like, yeah, like they didn't really need to like pressure her that much mm-hmm. like that night to mm-hmm. to do this, yeah. you know. So, but also, it's just like I don't know, like you you come home the next morning or you know that evening, and then your daughter's like hair is gone, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm not like I'm not trying to be like oh like their mom is bad, and she's mm-hmm. actually like really good, and mm-hmm. it's not like she doesn't like ground them from being together or anything. Mm-hmm. She just, like, takes this as an opportunity to, like, teach them something. Yeah. Right? And so I'm, I'm not trying to be like, oh, like, Hedwig's mom is evil and making up all this stuff. But I can also just imagine mm-hmm. her, like, inferring things that didn't happen. Yeah. Right? I hear you. Does that? Yeah. yeah. But I don't think, I don't think the movie is, like, they did not say that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right? Either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway. <laughs> but yeah. But her, yeah. Her, her mom tries to use this as an opportunity. It's like, yeah, you shouldn't, like 
force people to do things, you know, that they don't want to, like, especially, like, with their bodies, and, you know, you shouldn't, like, you know, make, like, relation, like, give these, you know, ultimatums and stuff, and it's, like, yeah, I just think, I think that part is good and interesting, at least to me, because it's, like, she's not wrong, yeah, um, but then again, like, they're teenagers and stuff, and so, like, you know, like, it ends up being, like, oh, like, you know, this was all fine, and, like, Hedwig, you know, actually does like her hair and yeah, stuff, and right. so, you know, like, parents, you know, do their best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, see, I really think it's funny when they go talk to Hedwig, like, it was like, actually, you know, your mom really had a point, yeah. and Clara's like, no, she didn't, she was insane, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> she was mad, or whatever, right? Yeah. Which is obviously, like, a bad thing to say mm-hmm. on multiple levels, right? Um, but, like, that's, um, yeah. you know, That's like, part of their dynamic. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's also just, like, part of, like, being, I think you, like, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much people, like, who do not have anxiety and or depression experience this, but just having this, like, existential dread at things you did when you were 10 years old, <laughs> right? Like, this feels like the kind of thing where you just feel like, I cannot believe that I did that. I can't <laughs> believe that, like, and the thing is, like, I don't know, like, the course of the movie, I think, I bet you know, she would have been okay with cutting her hair mm-hmm. or, like, would have chosen to do so later, right? Yeah. But, you know. Mm-hmm. But Clara's just so intense. Clara's so intense. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can talk about that yeah. as well. Because, um, yeah, like, Clara is that friend who you've, like, had for a really long time um, and stuff. And, like, one of you's the quiet one and she's, you know, the loud one <laughs> and stuff. And so she's, like very bossy yeah and like often upsetting um but like also there's like be like there's just this like sweetness to her and she like stands up for boo boo like you know all throughout the movie yeah um and like there's that you know scene where it's like they're staying you know boo boo's like staying over and they just like sleep in the same bed and kind of like hug and it's very cute and yeah um and like Clara's oh what is it because Boo Boo's like there's like nothing worthwhile in my life and Clara's like well like you're in a band with me and Boo Boo's like there's one worthwhile <laughs> thing in my life yeah one no fear one fear meme yeah yeah um well I think my favorite bit with with Clara is um this one part where they're they're doing band practice and Hedwig comes and, like, plays this, like, version of one of their favorite songs, like, on acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. And, like, Clara just, like, freaks out. Because, like, I mean, she's a really good guitar player, right? Yeah. Like, she's played for ages. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, um, and so, like, they're, like, wow, like, this is so good. Like, and anyway, <laughs> I almost want to quote the exact thing, but I think I will refrain myself. This is a family podcast. <laughs> um, but Bobo, like, swears a whole uh, Clara. bunch. Clara swears a whole bunch. Is like, we'll never be that good. And I think like, it's part of the thing that I think is neat. Like, you know, both Bobo and Clara are like very, you know, like just young girls, like mm-hmm. figuring out themselves, figuring out who they are and like not knowing like what to do or where to go. Mm-hmm. And Clara deals with that by being loud and like trying to like, you know, push out. Yeah. Right. Where Bobo like pushes in. And, like, that, mm-hmm. it feels just really real and honest, like, from, from both of them. Right? Yeah. And I think it's also, that's one thing that makes their fight about this dumb boy, <laughs> yeah. like, work well, mm-hmm. is that it's, um, 
you know, like, it's also tied into the dynamics of how the relationship is function, like, yeah. for the entirety of the movie. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's never about the mundane things, right? Mm-hmm. But it's also not necessarily about what the argument is about, <laughs> even if it's a bigger deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But also, like, yeah, like, it's just funny that, you know, oh, like, this boy cheated on you with me by, like, cuddling Mullis into a CD. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I guess they do Yeah, and that's because, right? like, basically, it's like, you know, Clara and this boy, like, got together or whatever, but, like, the first time they went and hung out. And then, like, he hasn't really called her since. Like, it's been weeks. Yeah. And they, like, haven't seen each other, and they hardly ever talk. Um, and he, like, keeps not calling her right. and stuff. And so then, like, Boo-Boo's like, well, <laughs> guess that means, like, I can go over there. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, he's just, it's, yeah, I don't know. There's a good bit where the other boy's like talking to Hedwig and he's like, oh, what grade are you in? And she's like seven and he's like, cool, I'm in eighth grade, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and stuff. And like, they're just, you know, they're just like talking. It's like, yeah. nice. it's like, I was in seventh grade last year, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, it's just like very, uh. It's like yeah. not un- it's like awkward but not uncomfortably so. Right. Well, I feel like that's one of the things about this movie is that it's it's very kind. Mm-hmm. Um and I I don't know, it's not that like a I don't know, it just like I mean, I guess maybe the best example of this is there's a party scene mm-hmm. where yes, like I was going to say right, let's Clara's, talk about the kind teenagers. Yeah, Carl's brother has a party and they've got like a bunch of alcohol mm-hmm. you know and it's like you're not really sure exactly how old he is and i also don't know what the drinking, age, the drinking age in sweden mm-hmm. is so it's yeah. totally possible that like they could be drinking mm-hmm. you know uh legally but maybe not doesn't really matter anyway and so <laughs> clara and uh, boo-boo like sneak off a bunch of booze like into their room mm-hmm. and like drink it and just get really drunk yeah. very quickly because they're little you yeah. know <laughs> um, <laughs> And so, and instead of, like, you know, and anyway, eventually, like, like, throws up on, you know, Yeah, well, they come and out, and they're being kind of wild, and... Right, yeah. yeah. And Boo throws up. Um, and, like, and instead of being, like, oh, gosh, like, like they, they ruined the party, and, like, they're being, you know, mm-hmm. they just, like, try and take care of them, and, like, yeah. clean things up, and, like, <laughs> you know, look after them, right? Yeah. And there's something about that, like, that, I mean, yeah, like... It just feels so nice. I know. You know? I know, because even before, like, before they take any of the drinks, um, they're kind of, like, butting into the party, and they're like, oh, we want to hang out with the big kids and stuff, yeah. and they're all, like, uh, they're all kind of like, oh, like, get out of here, but they're n- they're not, you know, swearing at them <laughs> like right. every other yeah. teenager in this movie. <laughs> um, they're just like, oh, like, you go, you know, you guys shouldn't be here, like, you know, you guys are like too young but yeah it's like in a it's kind of just in like a chill way you know yeah and stuff and so then once once things go down there's also that really good moment with clara's older brother before Mm -hmm. the party where oh yeah it's like oh like i hate my hair and like and you know and like he's like maybe we should get a mohawk yeah like it doesn't look punk yeah and he's like no you can like spike it like you can do this and just do little twists you know in your Mm -hmm. hair and stuff and like it's just this like I mean, part of it's like she has a major crush on him and uh-huh. like you know but he's also just like being genuine with her yeah. and it's like you look great and like here's and it's not creepy at all yeah. right like it's very sort of yeah it's you know. just like you know he's probably like oh like you know I'm a big teenager and like 
I know how weird it is, you know, yeah. to like punk when you're 12. <laughs> In the 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Well, I think that's one of the things is that, like, yeah, like there's there's it indicates that like bigger structural problems like the the people in the at the um, like youth center the two guys yeah who, like, do, are just like like really condescending to them yeah and like they like go like let's so we'll practice with you and they basically just like do a little <laughs> jam session by themselves while the girls are watching yeah <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and um, and they're just like kind of the worst yeah but it's also like not like super bad you know? yeah yeah um, it's like. Yeah, they're not creepy. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, which is great. Um, and stuff. And yeah, it's like, you know, they'll be like, they'll just say things, you know, like, oh, like, you guys are a girl band, and like, we Iron Fist is our band band, and stuff. Right. But like, yeah. then the girls like, fight back, and they're like, oh, like, we're not a girl band, or like, if we are, then like, Iron Fist is a boy band. Right, and stuff. Yeah. And so like, even though it's like, yeah, it's like sexist, you know, and stuff, it's like, they're fighting back, and there's no like, dire consequences. Right. Because like, the girls have like, are so self-assured. That like it doesn't matter. Yeah. If these mm-hmm. guys, you know, yeah. keep like being like. My favorite part is when they're like, when the guy's like, "Oh, stop doing makeup in the bathroom like, before <laughs> yeah. the show." Yeah. And it's like, of course you're not doing makeup in the bathroom. Like if you were paying attention to them for like <laughs> yeah. any more than like five seconds during the runtime of this movie, you yeah. would be like, "Oh, they're not going to do makeup in the bathroom before a punk show." <laughs> yeah. You know. Like, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's uh, a. Oh man, it's like such a big deal because when they go to visit the boys, like Clara's wearing makeup. And oh, Boo Boo's yeah. like, I thought you said, like, we weren't wearing makeup, because, like, makeup is not punk and stuff. And Clara's like, oh, well, like, I want it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so, like, it's Oof. like, oh, man, she's out to get those boys. And, like, yeah, just, like, change all the rules and stuff, because that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about um, a scene that we both love. Yeah. Um. Which, yeah, just continues on, like, just with, like, the respect of this movie um, has for these girls. So there's, like, a scene. I, like, I don't understand what they're doing, and that's fine. Like, you don't need to. They, like, get these, they find these bags of yarn, like, on the street, and they just, like, take them home. Um, yeah. And they're, like, messing with them. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and they're being, like, like, loud and rambunctious and just, like, laughing a lot and being really silly. Um, yeah, and they, like, make a hot dog. With <laughs> yeah, they're just, like, where... making all these different creations and kind of, like, shouting over each other and just having fun. Um, and then Boo-Boo, like, accidentally cuts herself with, like, the scissors or the knife that they were using um, to, like, cut the yarn. And she, like, starts screaming and, like, freaking out. She's like, I'm going to die, you know, and stuff. <laughs> and it's, like, very serious. Like, you know, yeah. she like, her reaction, she's not, like, it, like, it is dramatic, but, like, to her it's, like, real. Um, and stuff, but, like, the other girls, like, are kind of freaked out and stuff, but they just, like, help her get cleaned up, and then, like, they just have, like, a three-person hug, and, like, the two of them just, like, hold her and stuff, and, like, I love that scene, because, yeah, I just, you know, at least when I was, like, growing up and, like, watching my younger sister with her friends and stuff, it's, like, girls can get so wild, and, like, you just get caught up, like, in this energy that's, like, yeah. really, like, exuberant and joyful, but also, like, if something goes wrong, <laughs> then you are, like, so amped up that it's, like, 
it's like catastrophe <laughs> yeah, time yeah. um and stuff but then like but like yeah the movie doesn't judge them for that and being like wow what an idiot no um, yeah it's what? just like it's just like that's what happened it's like it happened but like they were there for each other and like we're right. able to get back to like a baseline yeah well, i also think that like i don't know just growing up uh like as a boy it was like oh like you know you don't like if you like express pain in this way you're like you know a sissy or like whatever mm-hmm. right like I, I don't know exactly i don't think people made fun of me in that way but i definitely had this internalized thing to the point where like i remember like back in like 2008 i think i would constantly have like daydreams about being tortured mm. And be like, I would have like, could I withstand torture? Oh it was gosh. like a very pressing question yeah, for me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> when I was uh, fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, just having like, I don't know, like this is weird, but like seeing somebody on screen just being able to experience like pain in a way that's like very normal, yeah. like you know, like it's like basically a little bit worse than like bonking your head mm-hmm. on something, right? And just like being really upset and freaking out, but then also, like, being okay. Yeah. And the movie not being, like, oh, well, like, she should grow up, or, like, you know, mm-hmm. he should be a man, or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, that, that that language, or that way of, like, viewing those kinds of things isn't there at all. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, like, I don't know, I mean, this is not a movie, like, utopian or anything, and obviously there's, like, all sorts of problems with, because they're, like, teenagers and don't know what they're doing, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, it's also a movie that's interested and invested in, like, yeah, like, uh, a world that, like, cares about these people. You know, mm-hmm. and it's acknowledging these big structural problems, but there's an element in which, the yeah, the movie's empowering, right? Yeah. Where it's, like, mm-hmm. where the movie's like, yeah, like, I could make a bad punk band. <laughs> like, that sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah, make more movies about girls. 2019 challenge. Yeah, also, yeah, make more movies about girls of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which this movie is not. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, how homogenous Sweden is. I, I imagine extremely. Yeah, but that's all... I mean, well, yeah. Anyway, shout-outs to Montecor. Mm-hmm. It's a great uh, Swedish novel. I'm, I'm spacing on the author's name, but he's a... Um, I think he was born in Sweden, mm-hmm. but his parents were not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, anyway, it's this book... Yeah, it, it's this book about uh, growing up as, like, you know, a person of color in mm-hmm. Sweden. Um, and so at the time, I think this is, like, true. They were, like, um, this, like, dude, like, killing immigrant workers and Ugh. stuff. Like, a serial killer. Yeah, mm-hmm. really. Anyway, so, like, sort of growing up in the shadow of all this stuff. And the book is basically, like, this exchange of letters between him and, like, his dad's best friend, who's, mm-hmm. like, they're trying to, like, write a biography of his dad together. Anyway, really interesting book mm. that like gets into some of the like dynamics of like um ethic i mean like you know um like racial stuff in sweden yeah and i mean yeah i'm not an expert on this at all but that's a cool <laughs> book in case you're nice. like interested in you know something about that and yeah. it's i think speaks pretty true to life i should read that um yeah you should I, we, have, we have a copy of it so you can <laughs> I bet, yeah you might Excellent. like that book a lot yeah i wrote um, a paper in that class about Dungeons and Dragons role playing because there's a there's a big <laughs> section of it that's about Dungeons and Dragons. Um, in fact, I think the title I think Montecore that comes from, like it's like, uh, like a, uh, like Manticore like mm-hmm. monster kind of thing. Okay. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Good book. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. But to get back, um, there was a thought I was having when we, like, talked about this. Um, and I think it points to the experience. Yeah, because, like, um, for me, that scene, like, really spoke of just, like, girlhood, you know, and, like, the experiences. Um, but I think you're pointing to that, like, it doesn't have to be, like, just, you know, girls. Like, like the world could be like this for everybody, you know? Yeah. It just isn't. Um, and stuff. And so, yeah. Like, I want more movies about girls by anyone <laughs> and everyone. Right. Because, yeah, we talked the director of this movie and, like, also the director of 8th Grade, which is really really good yeah um like both directed by men and stuff and it's like yeah you don't have to people don't have to like isolate themselves like to certain experiences you know right yeah so the director and writer is uh lucas uh Moodyzon. um he also made a movie called uh i'm trying to remember i think the title has the f word in it in swedish uh, <laughs> but they call it something else in america yeah show me love mm. um which is about a lesbian uh it's kind of a similar like coming of age mm -hmm. movie apparently that's great um yeah, and so it. yeah I'd, I'd be curious about it as yeah well. it's just like obviously um, like give you know women and other people who aren't men like give them more jobs and allow them but to i also work. think but also yeah men can men can do these things that are respectful and honest and like right yeah well it is it is based on a graphic novel which was written mm -hmm. by a woman um, and so it's not as if there's like no, yeah. you know, voices here. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it says, it says, uh, Coco Moody's on, on IMDb. Um, so anyway, um, and I don't know if they're related or married or something like who knows. Right. <laughs> or maybe, anyway. but, um, but I think, yeah, like that's the thing is that I, I guess what I, what I'm saying is there's not like an excuse. Mm -hmm. I feel like. There's a way in which saying, like, oh, like, this movie is, like, so, you know, straight and white and hetero, right? Mm -hmm. Or um, is, like, kind of, like, is, like, oh, well, like, you know, they couldn't help it, right? They couldn't yeah. help, like, you know, like, those, the guys who make Green Book, like, those those white dudes, like, yeah. they just couldn't help being, like, super insensitive, <laughs> right? They're white. And that's just not true. And I'm not saying that people can't use that kind of language, like, you're speaking to more than just someone's skin color capabilities. You're yeah. speaking to the experiences people have, mm -hmm. right? I'm not suggesting that you can't say like, man, I hate this dumb white guy on Twitter. Like, that's yeah. fine. But what I am saying is that like, um, if you're like, you know, prioritizing and centralizing like another person's voice, like, yeah, like you can direct it, write a movie about mm -hmm. someone experiences different than you and speak to that experience authentically. Yeah. And so like, if that movie exists, I mean, these movies do exist, yeah. right? And so if you're making a movie that, like, as a white person is, like, bad and insensitive mm -hmm. and, like, whatever, like, it's not, like, you can't just wave that yeah. off by being, yeah, like, oh, onus, well, I haven't had this the experience. The onus is on you. Right. To, yeah, like, do it's the, still on you. Put in right. the work and, right, exactly, and work with yeah. other people. And, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, anyway. Now I just kind of want to watch 8th Grade again. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. Um... Well, I don't. Yeah. I don't think I have any more thoughts. Yeah, I don't know if I do either. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess yeah, we were just talking about Coolest, which is a, you know, yeah, written, written and, and directed. directed by women. Um, that also I think like it's a very different movie than this, but I think it shares <laughs> some of its strengths. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I think like this is something that like I mean I'm not saying I'm not trying to be like like it's hard right mm-hmm. like I don't think like I don't you yeah. know I think it like takes a lot of work to make a movie like this yeah. as especially as like a um you know by dude like making yeah I mean just a dude in this case everybody's white in this movie so yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> um, but just like. Yeah, like, speaking to an experience that's different from yours, it's really difficult, and, like, it takes a lot of research, and it's, like, very hard, mm-hmm. right? And it's also, like, this is why, you you know, it's so valuable to have, like, sensitivity readers, people who, like, can mm-hmm. read over your work and watch for things like this. And, like, it requires you, like, respecting and, like, understanding the experiences of other people as much as you can. Mm-hmm. It's, like, super hard. I'm not, I'm not trying yeah. to be, like, it's easy. Anyone can do it. Right? But, like, everyone but is, has the opportunity. Everyone has the opportunity to do it if, if you know, you have the resources to make a movie. Yeah. Right? And also... Um, you know, like there is no reason for you not to own up to that yep. and apologize, mm-hmm. right? You know, like, yeah, like could the makers of Green Book, <laughs> Best Picture winner, like have reached out to the family of, I think it's Don Truly, I could be, anyway, mm-hmm. family of, you know, the black character in that movie and talked with them and consulted with them and built a script like around their feet input as well as like whatever else they wanted to do. Absolutely. They absolutely could have done that. They had the reasons to do that and they chose not to. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's not just a weakness of like, oh, well, the uh, white guys got to be white guys. You know, that's <laughs> what the, no, they just like, they, they did a moral, they did immoral things because they were, you know, more interested in their own egotistical vision of what this movie was than in the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah, I don't think, you know, this movie is, yeah, it's about the truth. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. This movie's great. Yeah. I, I love the music. It. Music's really good too, yeah. It's, it's like all um like Swedish punk songs or maybe other Scandinavian. Like there's no I think there's maybe one English song or maybe not. There's no, uh there is uh there is I met you uh when you were a waitress at a cocktail bar. Oh yeah. That's like they're like there's this like gymnast routine at the talent show that's playing that song. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. These um, like preppy girls. Yeah. Um, perform to that song. Yeah. That's the only English. In this yeah. Movie. At least that I can remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, no, but there's there is though. <laughs> there um, is the the boy band that they meet up with. Yes. Uh, their song is. Uh, Brushev Reagan. <laughs> And the chorus is just Bushif Reagan, F off. <laughs> yeah. So You're right, pardon me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, the music was banging. Um yeah. I need to listen to A more punk music. Um, but B more Swedish punk. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. That song, I think particularly that song that Hedwig plays on the guitar is like oh, real yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so anyway. Yeah. Um Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Great movie. Great movie. I started a Pokemon game and named my person Hedwig <laughs> because this movie is that good. Yeah. That's how you know. That's the real good. That's goods, how you know. Right? Yeah. I mean, this is like both of our, because like my, I think actually my header picture for a little while was a screen, was a screen from the production of this movie yeah. of like, I don't think it's a shot that's in the movie, but it's like them walking in the snow and like. Almost like got her arm up, like yeah, yeah. you know, um, and like Wings of Desire was my header for a while too. So you yeah, know. that's how you know. That's how you know it's good. That's that's <laughs> when you know what's up. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, okay. Oh, I forgot to put all the wrap up stuff at the end of this. Um, 
It's okay. But yeah, this. it's fine. It's fine. So. So next week oh, yeah. slash time, whenever right. that happens. Yeah. Um. Next time, so it'll be the last episode of this season of winter. Yep. Um, so we I think be... I think we can guarantee that we'll get that out before winter is officially over. Yeah, before March 21st or 23rd. We could definitely do that, for sure. Um, uh, so we will be watching Instructions Not Included um, as my second pick. Um, yeah, it's a Mexican movie in Spanish. Um, I love that. Yeah. I think we already mentioned this, yeah, but only only one English movie in this season. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, and that has has chunks in it's different true. language, so it's true. Um, um. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm um a little nervous and mostly excited. Yeah, I'll have to update the. I mean, yeah, we don't need to update it for that movie, but mm-hmm. I'll try and like look at the schedule um, mm-hmm. and keep that like up to up to snap, yeah. which is on yeah, which is on our Twitter. At yep. Seasons Movie Pod, it's the pin tweet. It's just mm-hmm. like a Google Doc you can look at. You can't edit it, though, but you can look at it. <laughs> yep, so you can, if you're interested in watching the movies, you know, before you listen to the episode, um, you can kind of know what's coming up. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, when we do start our spring season soon, um, we'll be watching yeah. Miyazaki movies, and those are all right. up there. Mm-hmm. And we will maybe talk about that a little more in depth next episode. Yeah. Um, all right, but yeah, let's do the rundown. Mm-hmm. So, we are hosted on the Abnormal pa- the Abnormal Mapping podcasting network mm-hmm. which you can find at abnormalmapping.com mm-hmm. and which you can support at patreon.com slash forward slash abnormal mapping yep please Not, do yeah they're great we love them mm-hmm. um be nice to them on twitter please <laughs> uh anyway yeah as said you can find us at seasons movie pod where you can add us questions uh-huh. or you can Email questions to seasonspod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I forgot. <laughs> I know. I know our most most loyal fan. Right. Um, shout outs to Juan. I I got their email uh, yeah. weeks ago, and I've been looking at it and meaning to respond um, both, <laughs> both through email and on the podcast. Yeah. Um, but sometimes my brain just doesn't Let's, let me do uh, We can cut this out if it doesn't work out. But maybe we can record an extra segment that we can put after the closing song and just be like, here's us asking these questions. Um, that's sort of what I was thinking of doing. We didn't really talk about this, but if you want to do that, we can do that. If not, then this section will be cut out and nobody will be the wiser. Hey, so you can find me personally on Twitter at Universe... Oh, gosh. It's U of Wales. U of Wales. <laughs> yeah. At right the letter U of yeah, and you can find me at jacob.benfell. That's B-E-N-F-E-L-L. You can also find the RSS feed and the archive and stuff at abnormalmapping.com slash seasonsmoviepod. Um, yeah, I think that's it from us. Yep. For the moment, anyway. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for your support and your listening. We really like doing this. It's very fun. We have a nice time. We so. are the best. Yeah, sure. Are the best. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Uh, We're going to take this extra time to answer questions about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. This is Star Wars talk time. (laughs) Um, So if you don't want to hear any Star Wars talk, you know how to listen to this part. It's extra, it's bonus. Mm -hmm. It's for our, you know, friend, Trotonized. Yep. Slash Juan out there listening to the podcast. Mm hmm.
We hope you're having a nice day. Um, anyway. Yep, so we got an email. I'm always checking diligently. Um, we got an email from Juan, um, and he was asking uh, uh, some questions about Star Wars. And I thought maybe we just go through a couple of them and, and answer your questions. Yeah, uh, so the big thing is, uh, so he asked if we've ever watched the Harmeet Specialized editions of the original Star Wars trilogy, um, which are a fan edit of the original trilogy that tries to recreate the theatrical cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have not. I And he goes... Anyway, they go on to ask about um, fan edits of the prequel trilogy. Um, they really enjoy, personally, uh, one done by late writer. Um, anyway, and I'm curious about that for yeah. sure. Um, I, after rewatching all the Star Wars movies, I realized a that like I like these movies mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, I like them a lot, um, and also that like I sort of want to like let myself be into them mm-hmm. again. And so I'm like, yes, like now I think I anyway. We'll we'll update you, but I have not seen any of these any of these edited mm-hmm. versions, yeah. um, unfortunately. Yeah, me neither. And like, I think I would be interested in them, but like, it feel honestly, I'm just like turned off by the idea that it's like I have to go on the internet and like, watch, <laughs> like I just right. want them in my DVD collection. You know? Yeah, yeah. I and feel so. like we should. Anyway, we should save up and get a yeah. Star Wars collection. Yeah, and we we'll, we should, you know, we've got the. I've got, um, you know, or at least my parents have the original trilogy yeah. on VHS, like, without any of the edits. Right, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. So, but, so maybe yeah. we'll watch that. Yeah, my parents don't have the VHSs that we used to have mm-hmm. anymore. Um, so, the next question was asking about if we've um, seen the Clone Wars TV series. Which we have. <laughs> we've been watching it a little bit more recently. Currently. Yeah, uh, we're in the middle of season one, so yeah. <laughs> we're not very far. And that's about as far as I've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really, like, I don't know, there's, um, I've been enjoying it more this time around. I've never not liked it, Yeah. but there was always sort of a, like, there's like a moral that shows up before the show. <laughs> yeah. And like, and like, yeah, I get like, it's a kid's show. Like, I'm not like trying to be <laughs> like, this show should be more for adults. But there's something about that sort of like edutainment like yeah. style of it. That sort of like, I had a hard time getting into it. Um, and I think at least in this first part is trouble like getting into some of the emotional stakes. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's also hard because you sort of knowing what happens and what the Clone Wars like represent. <laughs> yeah. If there's like a very particular sort of tragic emotional stakes. I know. And it's like, it's like I can't um, be invested in right. this. Uh, but, but I want to say, because we, we watched two episodes last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're in season one. So we watched duel of the droids which was an amazing episode that episode was great we were like losing our minds yeah it was um, really good it was so good and then the next episode uh jar jar pretends to be a jedi yes and it is some wild nonsense yeah well so that the really interesting thing about that episode is it's like i mean at least the first episode that is explicitly getting oh, into yeah the politics of yeah. the Clone Wars in a big way. So basically, in this episode, Leia goes to... Padme. Padme. Sorry, mm-hmm. pardon me. Leia's <laughs> mom. Uh, Padme goes to Rodia, which is like the, you know, like Greedo folks. That's those aliens. And they've been, like, starving. Like, mm-hmm. they don't have food. And the Republic's basically been, like, delaying the vote to, like, get mm-hmm. them what they need, the supplies yeah. they need. And so they've turned to the Separatists to, like, get the stuff. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so it's like immediately sort of introducing like, oh, like the Republic is this like bureaucracy. Yeah. It's like wound up in its own interests and mm -hmm. not in the interests of like actually protecting these people. Yeah. And so then the basically the whole episode is like split between like this very serious politicking where Padme is like trying to, I mean, both like escape harm, right? Mm -hmm. Because like new Gunray's there trying to kill her. Um, but also like trying to negotiate with the Rodians to like make things right. Yeah. And then it's like, cut to Jar Jar Binks like <laughs> falling down a well. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah. Gosh. Um so it's just yeah, I don't know. So the thing is I I like like this show. Yeah. I also like uh, and we talked about this on the pod. I really like all the character dynamics that Attack of the Clones sets up but yeah. doesn't really do a lot with. Mm -hmm. And so it is just nice to see yeah. some of that stuff play out. I also think Ahsoka is great and yes. such a like natural sort of addition <sighs> to that. Her. Um, so yeah, I'm like definitely in, I've also heard pretty good things about, uh, I mean, not like rebels I've heard mixed things about, but also good things. And then resistance, which is the show that's going on right now. Mm. I've heard really great things about, plus there's a new season of Clone Wars coming. So that's definitely something we're yeah. going to keep watching. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would thought if we launch a Patreon, <laughs> maybe we'll do like a Clone Wars rewatch podcast or something for like the dollar tier or whatever, but probably not because we don't have time <laughs> for that. No. But that's, that's a dream of mine. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're definitely, we're having a good time with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, we'll, you know, yeah, we'll keep you posted. We'll keep oh, like um, on Twitter at least. Right. We'll you'll yeah. see something. Yeah. Um, um, and so then the last question, oh yeah. And so then Juan was also asking us if we've played, um, the KOTOR game. So Knights of the Old Republic. Um, and we did start <laughs> playing Jacob's yeah. played. So I've, I've played Knights of the Old Republic one four times, <laughs> uh, over the years. Yeah. And then, um, um uh, towards the beginning of our relationship, we actually we started playing through Kotor one, yeah, um, and stuff. And I was having fun. Like it was, you know, um, it is an interesting experience to cut, play like a single person video game <laughs> between two people. Right, and I think I would like you. I'd like oh, you pick this. Like you do the dialogue. Like I'll take care of combat stuff mm -hmm. or whatever. But like you do all the dialogue choices. Mm -hmm. and so it was like it was fun it was, we you know we stopped maybe we'll pick it back yeah, up yeah i'm trying to think about uh it's hard like that's probably was a game that was really big for me when i was a kid especially like so uh, my parents were really hesitant to get me like any consoles you know um and i we basically just sort of wore them down over <laughs> the years and we got a wii and then an xbox later um but there was a period where uh i was kind of like even though, like, I really liked video games and would play, like, Smash Brothers at a friend's house and stuff and was really, like, wanting to get into them, mm -hmm. I was also, like, hesitant to, uh, like, I was like, oh, this is not... And the thing is, like, KOTOR was, like, an uh, explosion, was, like, just, <laughs> like, a mind bomb, mm -hmm. right? Where it was, like, so, like, you had all these choices... And it was dealing with, like, I mean, to me, at least as a kid, like, felt like really serious themes. Yeah. Like, the first planet you're on has this, like, really, you know, very, like, blunt metaphor about class, right? <laughs> Where you've got, like, the high rise and then the, like, low, and then the, you know, basically prison slums where there's, like, disease and all this stuff, right? And to, I think now that, like, that feels a little trite, mm -hmm. right? But at the time, it felt, like, so evocative yeah. and, like, so, and also just this sense of, like, self-identity and, like, creation of identity and, um, and that's something that I think that game plays with in interesting ways. Um, we're about to spoil Knights of the Republic. Um, so it turns out you're the Dark Lord, Revan. Mm -hmm. you, were the, you were the Sith Lord the whole time, and the Jedi, like, brainwashed you. Mm -hmm. Which is actually really interesting. There's a great article from uh, Nora Blake, 
anyway, shout outs to her. And she uh, wrote an article about like how this is like really disturbing from like a queer perspective that like um, mm-hmm. Revan is like robbed of their identity, right? In a big way. Anyway, it's really, yeah. it's really cool, interesting. I think that I don't know if that ga- I don't think the game like really grapples with that, but it's like such a it's such a like Jedi thing to do to be like oh the right thing to do isn't to kill this person, yeah, but to like change them, yeah. right? And I think that like the thing that does this really really cool is that it, it reflects back on the rest of the game in this really interesting way. Because, mm-hmm. like, okay, what does it really mean that I was, like, doing good this whole time or doing yeah. bad, right? Um, and I think there's a, yeah, like, the the moral choices in the game, for the most part, are really simple and, and binary, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's, I don't know if it's, like, that really interesting of, like, a moral experience, but I think it, it plays with some really interesting ideas. Yeah. Um, that's a game that, like, I really loved back in the day. And I think there's a couple, I, I still remember the, like, ju- the, like, there's a quest where you're, this, like, rebel hero has been accused of murder, mm-hmm. and you become his defendant, and are, I mean, not his defendant, his, you know, lawyer, mm-hmm. right? And are trying to, like, find clues. And basically, like, you figure out that he's guilty, basically. Yeah. If you, like, dig dig into it enough. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the, you know, there was, like, evidence planted and stuff, but, like... And so you sort of have to make this choice. And, like, and it also depends because, like, the amount you investigate affects how the, like, proceedings mm-hmm. can go and, like, what can happen. And then also it's like, okay, but, like, he's this rebel hero. Yeah. I mean, this Republic hero, right? Like, how do you, like, work that and judge that? And, like, anyway, it's just... And I remember, like, playing through that multiple times and there's not really any way that that ends satisfactorily, right? Yeah. Like, he dies or is in prison forever or, um, you know, you, you free him, but he probably did it. Yeah. And that's like a really, you know, anyway, so there's some cool, there's some cool stuff. It's a game I'm curious to revisit. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I have. Karth sucks. Karth is bad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. um, Yeah. Neither of us have played KOTOR 2. Um, So no, wait, I have played KOTOR 2. Oh, I thought, yeah. Yeah, I I have played KOTOR 2. I've, I had a weird experience with it though, because, so I played through the first little bit Mm -hmm. and I got off. There's like this mining facility that you're on for like the first couple, few hours of the game. And I found it dreadfully boring. And I was like, okay, I can't wait to get off world here and get to the next part and like really experience what this game is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, so I did, and I like started playing into that stuff. And it didn't really hook me. I mean, there's some interesting stuff going on, but I just didn't, I don't know. I'm. Re- this is also a game that I really want to revisit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like the computer had some problems. It was running really slowly. And so I bought a new laptop that had a lot less memory and so I had to, like, transfer things over. And I thought I had saved the saved games from KOTOR 2, but I had not. And so it was all white. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I am not playing through that asteroid again. Like, that's not happening. Like, I have to wait to do this. So uh-huh. that is a game that, like, I will play. I will mm-hmm. revisit. It was also, like, because I, I had a, you know, my parents had a Mac as a kid. And KOTOR 1 had been ported for Mac at the time. It's been ported for Mac now, but had not been mm-hmm. for years. And so I was like, I can't, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like, I... Like, I can't want to play this game. So, like, I got, I really got to get to it. Yeah. Um, and I think also, it's weird. Counterintuitive. Well, in some ways, I have I have both less and more patience for games now mm-hmm. than I did. I think I have, like, more patience for games being obtuse or sort of, like, laying out their story in, in complicated ways and less patience for games being, like, checklisty and big. And so I feel like I playing through the asteroid section of KOTOR 2 again might go over better. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that section is just bad and I just have to deal with it. <laughs> um, but yeah, these are, this is something I'm going to get to. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just wanted to... I know very little about that game, just a tiny bit uh, from Tumblr. And uh, 
based on that, I agree with Juan in saying that uh, KOTOR 2 is more sub- subversive than Last Jedi. <laughs> yeah, Revenge of the Sith is more subversive than Last Jedi. So Amen. That's not, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be clear, like, Je- Last Jedi is a good movie. The com- the cultural conversation around that movie is really bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's we already talked about this. It's and it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It's a movie about how Star Wars is good. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? It is. <laughs> That's our final take. Star Wars is good. Yep. This yeah, is, thank you this and good night. This has been Star Wars Talk. <laughs> Star Wars Talk, uh, yeah. Send us questions about Star Wars or anything else. Yeah, please do. All right, thanks. <laughs>